Welcome back to Two Sisters and a TV, the classic TV podcast. We remember and celebrate all things and everything classic TV. 60 years ago tomorrow, September 17th, 1963, The Fugitive made its debut on ABC. The Fugitive ran for four successful seasons, ending on August 29th, 1967. The ending of The Fugitive definitely was a groundbreaking, record-breaking ratings event. We did an episode about the last episode of The Fugitive last year. If you'd like to take a listen to it, please feel free to. But The Fugitive still to this day 60 years later has a very loyal, devoted, strong, steady following. Now I was watching a video because The Fugitive, a lot of people claim that the show was based upon the real life story of Sam Shepard. More on that in a bit. I was watching a video, I ran across a a video about Sam Shepard. And there were these two guys, I think they, I don't know, they cover uh, murder mysteries or something on their YouTube channel. And they were talking about how the Sam Shepard story was the inspiration for The Fugitive. And they were talking about the movie. And I was literally yelling at the screen, like, The Fugitive did not start off as a movie. It was a TV series first, a very successful one at that. But a lot of people are not aware that The Fugitive was a TV series. They think that the movie with Harrison Ford and Tommy Lee Jones was the introduction of it back in 1983, but they're sadly mistaken because The Fugitive TV series definitely came before the movie, 30 years before the movie was ever released. And the TV series, which is available via streaming, the entire series is available on DVD, also Blu-ray. It comes on MeTV every Monday morning at 1 a.m. Central Time, 2 a.m. Eastern Time. There are episodes on YouTube. And it just honestly is one of the best TV series of TV history. I mean, our family loved The Fugitive. We, the two of us, big fans of the show. My sister got into it later um, because The Fugitive, I discovered it when I was in college. This was 1990. I was 18. And I had heard about, we'd heard about The Fugitive for years. Our mom, a big, big fan of the show. Our whole family was. She was always so happy to say that when the show debuted in 63, she was a sophomore in high school. And when it ended in 67, she was a sophomore in college. So she was very, very proud of her connection to that show. So she talked about it off and on through the years. You'll need to see The Fugitive one day. The Fugitive was so good. The Fugitive. And, you know, she would talk about it, you know, from time to time through the years. And so finally, I was channel surfing one day. I had gotten out of, I was in college and I had, you know, my classes were done for the day. I was channel surfing after One Life to Live ended. There was The Fugitive coming on A&E. And I was like, The Fugitive? Wow. So I'm finally going to get to see what this fugitive is all about is as good as mom says that it was and it was the show had me on the edge of my seat many a day I scheduled my college classes around the fugitive I made sure all my classes were over and done with before it came on at two o'clock in the afternoon 
five days a week. I was not missing that show. And I still have a very strong affection for The Fugitive. It just was very well written, directed, cast, produced. The musical score, Pete Rugolo as the one who composed the theme song. Everything about the show was perfect in my opinion. Of course, The Fugitive starred the talented, the wonderfully talented David Jansen as Dr. Richard Kimball. A doctor, a pediatrician who was falsely accused for the murder of, of the murder of his wife, Helen. And also you had Lieutenant Philip Gerard, portrayed by Barry Morris, who was the cop who just had to nail Kimball. He just had to get Kimball. That was he was obsessed. He was absolutely fanatical about getting Kimball. That's all he cared about. And of course, the one-armed man, portrayed by Bill Raish, was in he was not in a lot of episodes over the course of the show. But you saw him the most in the final season. Bill Race was the one-armed man, and he was the one who actually did commit the crime. And he actually, the, the actor Bill Raish, in real life, only did have one arm. He lost one of his arms in World War II. So The Fugitive, like I said, absolutely wonderful series. And again, it still to this day, people still say that it was based on the Sam Shepard story. Now, the Sam Shepard story was a real-life story. It was definitely uh, one of the biggest murder mysteries of the 20th century. Sam Shepard was a uh, neurosurgeon, if I recall. He and his wife and son lived in Ohio, if I'm not mistaken. And his wife was pregnant. Her name was Marilyn. And on the early morning hours, or in the early morning hours of July 4th, 1954... Sam Shepard, they had had guests over the night before. They'd had company over. As Sam fell asleep, he says, on a day bed in the living room. And he was awakened by his wife's screams upstairs. And he said that a bushy-haired man murdered his wife. He chased the guy because they lived along the beach. He chased the guy down the beach. He got into a tussle. The guy knocked him out. And it, it was just, I mean, our mom talked about the Sam Shepard case pretty often. I mean, when, you know, when it, you know, came up, she would talk about that case because it got so much attention, so much notoriety. And um, it was just an unbelievable crime. There are still people to this day who think that Sam Shepard was guilty, while there are those who also believe that he was innocent. So long story short, he was, you know, arrested. He was tried. He was convicted for the murder of his wife. He spent 10 years in prison. Um, in 1964, uh, he got a brand new attorney, F. Lee Bailey. And he felt that Sam Shepard didn't get a fair trial because there was so much publicity. I mean, the, the, the jury was not sequestered. They knew all about all the publicity, everything that was, you know, in the papers, all of the editorials, the jurors' names and addresses were listed in the newspaper. And there were all kinds of articles about, you know, why is Sam Shepard, you know, and why is he not locked up? He's guilty. He's the murderer. And so they basically, uh, according to F. Lee Bailey's defense, the jury had no choice but to really see him being guilty because of all of the, you know, the backlash was all negative. It was all negative. There were those who thought he was innocent, but the majority of the publicity 
and all of the, you know, uh, coverage within the press was negative. And so, of course, they convicted him because of the fact that he just was not given a fair trial. The trial was considered to be a circus, a media circus. And so they just rolled with, you know, the, the uh, publicity and all of the, you know, media coverage. So the, C- the, the, the case went to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court agreed with F. Lee Bailey and Sam Shepard was released from jail in 1964 after having been in prison for 10 years. And there was a second trial in 1966, and this time, Sam Shepard was found not guilty. Now, a lot of people to this day thought that it was, first of all, the jury was sequestered in 66, but a lot of people still think now that the fugitive had a lot to do with his being exonerated. Fugitive is a very popular show, and it, of course, was about a doctor falsely accused of, you know, murdering his wife. And, of course, he was not in prison. You know, he was able to escape. More on that in a bit as well. But a lot of people think that the fugitive opened, you know, people's eyes about the plight of Sam Shepard. And that's why he was declared not guilty. Well, long story short, he did go back to practicing medicine for a while. But he really had lost a lot of his skill. He became an alcoholic. And he remarried twice. He became a wrestler. And when he was practicing medicine, he accidentally caused the death of a couple of patients. He severed a couple of arteries by accident during procedures and the patients died. Their family sued him for medical malpractice for wrongful death. And uh, so he became a wrestler. He was actually calling himself Killer Sam Shepard, which, you know, that's a very bizarre name to call yourself. But uh, Sam Shepard died in 1970. I think he was only 45, 46 years old. Because alcoholism really, I mean, that just really destroyed him. He basically drank himself to death. And, you know, it's it's just tragic. The whole case. I mean, Sam Shepard's, uh, I believe his mother committed suicide. His wife, Marilyn, one of her parents committed suicide. Sam Shepard's father died a few months later after his mother took her own life. So it was just tragic. Their son, um, known as Chip, you know, was trying to exonerate his father and prove his innocence. And unfortunately, he was unable to prove that. So it's just tragic. It really is. But again, the producers, they continued to reiterate down through the years that they did not base the show on this Sam Shepard case. I kind of think that they did, but maybe they were telling the truth. But The Fugitive was a very popular staple on Tuesday nights on ABC. It ran, um, like I said, for four seasons. It was on at 10 o'clock Eastern Time, 9 Central. Won its time slot every week for the entire four four, four years, except for only one time. That was in 1965, that December, Frank Sinatra turned 50 years old. And there was a retrospective over on CBS about Frank Sinatra's life and career. And that was the only time in four years that The Fugitive did not win its Tuesday night time slot. David Jansen would be, uh, he would win a Golden Globe for his portrayal of Dr. Richard Kimball. He won for Best Actor in a TV drama series in 1965. And The Fugitive itself won an Emmy in 1966 for Best Dramatic TV Series. 
Outstanding Dramatic Series, rather. That's what they won the Emmy for. They were nominated for five Emmys, the show was. And again, they won for Outstanding Dramatic Series in its third season. William Conrad did the narration for every episode. He was brilliant. His role on the show was absolutely so important and so brilliant. William Conrad, you do not know who that is. He was the lead character in the TV series Canon, also in the TV series Jake and the Fat Man in the 80s. And he was the original Matt Dillon in Gunsmoke, the radio version, before the TV version hit in the fifth, in 1955. He was the original Matt Dillon. The show was created by Roy Hudgens, produced by QM Productions and United Artists Television. But uh, The Fugitive, again, very popular series. It made, uh, in its first season, it finished at number 28 in the ratings. In the second season, it jumped all the way to number 5 in the ratings. And then for the last two years, it fell out of the top 30. But The Fugitive, again, very popular series. The backstory to The Fugitive was that Dr. Kimball, again, he was falsely convicted for the murder of his wife. He and his wife, Helen, had had an argument. And so he stormed out of the house went to go and kind of get a breather and when he came back home he saw a one-armed man leaving his house he almost hit him he rushed inside and found his wife Helen Helen had been basically beaten to death with a lamp similar to Sam Shepard's wife she too had been beaten to death and so he was tried and convicted he was sentenced to death Lieutenant Gerard is taking him to be executed when a train derailment happens and Kimball happens to escape. So he's going from town to town. He's trying to, you know, stay ahead of the police, stay ahead of Gerard. And he's also trying to find this one armed man that he saw leaving the scene of the crime. So that's what the show was about for the entire four years. Kimball being on the run, he had all these different aliases. And he would go from city to city, state to state. He had all these different kinds of jobs. He was everything from a bartender to a bus driver to a janitor to... Um, you know, p- picking produce, being an orderly in a ho- being an orderly in a hospital. He was a lifeguard. Kimball did everything you can think of, and he had so many different names. He got involved with different women from town to town because the women loved him because he was very intelligent. He was very good looking. He was had a really good heart. He was just a really good guy, and so he definitely had his share of girlfriends and those who just admired him and wanted to be his girlfriend. And uh, that's how the show went for the entire four years. And again, it's very captivating to watch. It definitely caught my attention. The first episode I ever saw was The Garden House for the first season. And I was hooked. I was absolutely hooked on The Fugitive. And it, again, one of my all-time favorite TV shows of all time. Love watching it. David Jansen's portrayal, absolutely brilliant. And they couldn't have picked a better actor to portray Richard Kimball than him because he had a way of just conveying the audience's sympathy and compassion. You just were rooting for him. You knew he was innocent. You wanted him to become, to be free and be exonerated. And that's what happened in the last episode. It was a two-parter called The Judgment. And he, of course, the one-armed man, he admits he, you know, killed Helen. The one-armed man ends up falling to his death. And uh, I won't tell you the rest of it. I told you too much already. (laughs) The last episode, both parts on YouTube. And if you want to check them out and see exactly how the fugitive ended, please feel free to do so. But it definitely, like I said, was a ratings bonanza. 
No TV series had anything like that before. And the ratings were absolutely off the charts. And it definitely was must-see TV. Our family definitely watching that night in August, late August of 1967. As were so many others were watching to see how the fugitive would end. Because they'd invested four years in the show. So, of course, they wanted to see how it ended. And the ending, definitely unforgettable. If you haven't seen it, you haven't seen it in a long time, again, head to YouTube. You can see both parts, both part one and part two. But in 1993, the movie was released, The Fugitive, starring Harrison Ford and Tommy Lee Jones. It was released on August the 6th, 1993. Big, big blockbuster. Um, David Jansen's mother, Bernice, had a cameo in the film. And uh, it was a good, good movie, honestly. I mean, we've seen The Fugitive. I didn't want to watch it for years because it's like, you know, how are you going to top the TV show? Speaking of the TV show, I want to throw this out there as well. In the first episode... Fiona Desert City, which aired 60 years ago tomorrow, you don't really find out how Kimball, how he's on the run, how it all happened. You see him in the midst of being on the run. He's been on the run for like six months. But you don't find out how it all actually happened until the 12th episode, which is titled, no, the 14th episode, I'm sorry, The Girl from Little Egypt. It originally aired on December 24th, 1963. And that's when you get to see exactly how Kimball ends up on the run and what happened to Helen and how it all played out. This episode also, I think, is on YouTube. You're definitely welcome to check that out as well. And it gives you the whole backstory as to how Kimball ends up on the run. But the Fugitive movie, we watched it one night on TV, oh, I'd say about, oh, 11 years ago or more. You know, it's been a while since we first saw it. It is a good movie. Harrison Ford, a good choice to play Dr. Kimball. He, too, was able to convey that sympathy and get the audience to root for him. Um, definitely was a blockbuster movie and definitely worth a look-see if you've never seen it before. And also, there was another, uh, there was a remake of The Fugitive in the year 2000 on CBS. This version starred Tim Daly. He was Dr. Richard Kimball. This version aired, uh, debuted on October 6, 2000, and it ran for only one season, ending on the 25th of May, 2001. Unfortunately, the show was not renewed, which we didn't get any kind of, you know, finale, closure. Tim Daly also was very good as Dr. Richard Kimball. He, too, was able to really get the audience to feel sympathetic for him. He really had you rooting for him as well. And it was really good. It was a very good movie filmed on location. I think it was filmed in Washington, uh, Washington State, Seattle, I believe. But um, all three actors, David Jansen, Harrison Ford, and Tim Daly, did an amazing job as Dr. Richard Kimball. Of course, Most people who are fans of The Fugitive, the TV series, are very, very loyal to David Jansen. And, you know, like I said, he was a wonderful actor, very talented man. He passed away, sadly, at the age of 48 years old, died of a massive heart attack on February the 13th, 1980. But uh, his legacy definitely lives on. He, uh, again, uh, very beloved actor lots of his work on youtube not just the fugitive but harry o his first tv series richard diamond also another tv series he did in the early 70s o'hara uh u.s treasury lots of his movies are on youtube he did theatrical movies as well as uh tv movies uh so there's lots david jansen over on youtube if you've never you know if you're not familiar with him you definitely could discover a lot about him by going over to youtube 
There's also a really awesome Facebook page dedicated to David Jansen. They have like almost 7,000 followers. So if you want to find out again about David Jansen, you go check out that Facebook page for you on Facebook because it's a really great tribute to the life and career of David Jansen. But we were not going to let the 60th anniversary of The Fugitive come and go without commemorating it on Two Sisters and a TV. Because like I said, that TV show, not only do we both love it, but our entire family has always loved The Fugitive going back to 1963. So we just wanted to do an episode to commemorate its 60th anniversary, which is on tomorrow. And definitely going to head over to YouTube and check out an episode ASAP. So before I do that, I want to thank you so much for your support on behalf of my sister and myself of Two Sisters and a TV, the classic TV podcast. We have a brand new episode coming up in a day or so, coming up uh, probably, if not tomorrow, then Monday. We'll have another episode coming up for you. Thank you for all of your support and for your time. If you haven't become a follower, go hit that follow button on Spotify and become one of our beloved, loyal followers. We love you all so much. We appreciate you so much. More than words can even begin to try to say. And uh, we look forward to you joining us for our next episode coming up very soon. Thank you for joining us today as we took a look back at The Fugitive. And we will see you on the next episode.